On today's episode of Stop Being Fake, I want to talk about something that a lot of people do in the name of love, but it's not pure love. It's tainted. It has motive, hidden agendas all over it. It's called enabling people or over-functioning to keep a person in your life. You enable someone or over-function when you do things for them that they can do for themselves. Stop being fake. You know when you're doing way too much. See, unless there's a handicap or disability, and even when there is, healthy people still create boundaries, healthy expectations, and opportunities to stretch the other person to become more independent and stronger. In these unhealthy toxic relationships where people overfunction for family and loved ones who are perfectly capable of getting their behinds up and doing things for themselves, there's something demonic at work. It's actually quite inappropriate and proves that there's some sort of twisted relationship going on there. The Bible calls it inordinate affection. It's creepy. On the TV series, 90 Day Fiance, there was this guy named Colt. Colt was engaged to Larissa. Larissa was out of Colt's league physically. She's a very pretty girl. Colt, not so easy on the eyes. Don't be fake. If you saw the show, you know I'm telling the truth. And so while Larissa had a boatload of issues, in many ways she tried to make the relationship work with Colt. But the whole time, it was so hard for her to have a normal relationship with her fiancé because Debbie, Colt's 60-year-old mom, was the real love of his life. She was always in the way. She was always there. How is a person supposed to have a healthy relationship romantically with their mom always in the midst? To this day, Colt is still at home with his mom, Debbie, and they continue to still have their unhealthy, toxic bond. The bottom line is all of us want to support and be there for our family and loved ones, especially when they're in need. But if they're always in need, shouldn't we address that? And if you're always the savior, shouldn't we address that? Because what you're doing is making the person more and more dependent on you. And if you like that, There's something dark and demonic about that. Classic characteristics of overfunctioning in relationships include being overly focused on another person's life. See, I have two adult sons, but I don't keep tabs on how they go about their lives from day to day. I don't involve myself in the business of what time they have to go to work, whether they had dinner or lunch, if they need their clothes cleaned, Uh, what's going on with the wife. I'm not in the business of offering frequent advice unless it's requested. In other words, I mind my business. I don't go out of my way to help to do things for them that they could actually be doing for themselves. Why? Because I understand my role in their life. And that's a huge part in having healthy relationships with other people, period understanding that there are certain things that are part of their life responsibilities and they have to figure it out. We're all trying to figure life out, but the over-functioning person places themselves in the posture of believing that if I don't do it for them, then it won't happen. So you know you have an inappropriate relationship when someone you are doing things for 
um, expects you to keep doing it. They end up feeling like it's your job to pay for their life. It's your job to be their therapist, their counselor, their spiritual advisor, to be their source of information. They don't, they, they don't even educate themselves on things anymore that they should because they have you. You're Google for them. You're, you're their chauffeur. You're their chef. You're their housekeeper. There's no self-definition. And you know you're in a toxic relationship when you do all you do and then you get angry when your help is not appreciated. Or how about this? The person who you overfunction for, how about they don't change or even want to change? Now you're really mad. Notice how the motive of your giving is revealed. It's all about control. There, I said it. See, overfunctioning and enabling is all about controlling the will of another person. And you need to address that in you. Sounds like witchcraft. Overfunctioning comes from the belief that you know a better way for that underfunctioning person to live. People who overfunction are famous for neglecting themselves and then wearing it like a badge of honor. I didn't get any sleep because I had to do so much for them. I haven't eaten all day. My whole paycheck is gone because of you. The, the whole payback they get from overfunctioning is that they get to gloat about how much they sacrifice for the underachieving person in their life. It's almost like, see, bow down to me because I'm the one who keeps your life going. This is not a good way to live. The overfunctioning person always ends up feeling stressed overwhelmed, undervalued, and and as a result, they don't have time to take care of themselves because they're too busy taking care of someone who is fully able to do it for themselves. It's not that you're not working out anymore because you don't have time. It's because you replaced the time for your self-care with caring for someone else. You've placed someone above your own needs. Some of the reasons people start this over-functioning in their relationships, it stems from them being placed in that role as a young person or assuming the role as part of a toxic family system. In these families, they say stuff like family first, family over everything, blood is thicker than water, wrong. (laughs) Family does not come before my sanity. Family does not come before my own mental health and my well-being. No, 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 no. Because if it's between me and you drowning, I choose me first. Because how am I going to help you if I'm underwater? See, the best thing we can do for people we love is we can learn to love ourselves. When I love myself, then I can love you. See, this this is why it's so important in the family system to stress healthy support, healthy definitions of what it means to be in another person's life. And healthy relationships have nothing to do with the control and and being so immersed and and enmeshed in another person's life that there's uh, there's no way to tell one from the other. 
Some of you are too close to people. You shouldn't have the pressure of taking care of your entire family. You shouldn't have the pressure of taking care of all of your siblings, your nieces and your nephews. That's not your job. That's the parents' job. They should have done that. You should you should be given the gift to pursue your life without the weight or the pressure of carrying irresponsible, unthankful people on your back. People who overfunction, stay stressed out and dealing with anxiety issues because they were given the completely out of proportion task to watch over someone else's life. So when that person makes mistakes, and they will, when that person does unwise things, and they will, you are supposed to shoulder all this guilt and obligation and run in and save the day to help them out. How's that working for you? See, when this is taught from your family of origin, you get into relationships with people uh, romantically, and you end up naturally having to do the same thing for that person. Classic overfunctioning happens when you're using the other person's life and problems as a distraction from your own. The question I have for you is, why are you doing this? Why have you attached yourself to other people in such unhealthy ways? Deep down inside, you know you want to be your authentic best. You want to be able to look in the mirror and see someone you're proud of. And today, I want you to release the need to carry other people on your back. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. Love is not over-functioning and enabling people. I hope you find the strength within to climb out of that place that you're in and to love yourself Apologize to yourself for neglecting yourself for so long and for putting other people's needs ahead of yours in the name of family, in the name of ministry, in the name of friendship, just so you can have company. Today, I want you to affirm that you are worthy of relationships with people who don't drain you and people who don't make you do all the work. I want to welcome you back because today starts a new day for you. I'm so proud of you for not just excusing people and allowing this to keep going on. I'm proud of you because today starts a new day where instead of helping everybody else, you start helping yourself. If something I said spoke to you that it awakened the real you to stop living in a box that others have designed for you, If this helped you in some way, please help someone you know by clicking the link and sharing it with them. Share it on your social media. Let this be the gift that keeps on giving. Because in a world that teaches you to fake it until you make it, there are some of us who are committed to authenticity. This is your life. Live it and don't be fake. Thank you for joining me on this journey where we liberate you to say what you mean and mean what you say without apology. Because at the end of the day, the people who matter won't mind and the ones who mind really don't matter. Thanks for listening to another episode of Stop Being Fake with the Realist Life Coach. Check back tomorrow.